Okay, we are in Perik Gimel of Sefer Tzephania, the last Perik of Tzephania, the 10th Navi in our canon of 12 Navim. And so you will recall in Perik Aleph, Tzephania gave a devastating doomsday prophecy to the children of Israel it left one sort of bereft of any hope of salvation. It was so severe that it intimated a total destruction. Nobody would be left standing. The people would destroy. Judea would, in the end, disappear. However, in Perak Bays, we saw Tsefania come back and give a prophecy of hope that there was something that could mitigate it. It could never cancel the exile because as we've said, that was a gezerah, an edict from the Hashem during the reign of that evil King Menashe. But it could be moderated. It didn't have to be a severe, a death for all type of nevuah. So, in the second was a message of hope. If you do tshuva, it can be, some of it at least, averted. As the Pasuk said, ulai, maybe, if you develop these characteristics of humility and you remove the arrogance and, and the sinning, perhaps some of it can be softened, its effect. Now, in Paragimel, Sefania goes back to what looks like a devastating prophecy once again against the people of Judea. The Radak says so, Rashi says so, that yes, it's going back, it's reverting the theme of Perak Aleph, that uh, as the Radak says, Humidaber Ayushalayim. So, Interestingly enough, Yabarbanel says, no, go in sequence. The first is yes, against the tribe of Judea. The second is uh, tshuva plus vengeance against those nations that persecuted Israel through the centuries. And the third is not going back to prophesy against the same uh, tribe of Yehuda, but rather it's speaking of the second Beis Hamikdash, the days of the second temple, where unfortunately Israel falls into some of the same sins that they did in the first. The Malbin says it's even further ahead. This is Achris Hayamin, the end of days. It's Gogumago. So have it which way you wish. And again, as we say, Rashi and Radak says it's sort of a reversion to Yerushalayim. Uh, as Rashi, let me read it, he says, In other words, the middle portion was the actions to be taken against Nineveh and Asher, and now he's going back with a prophecy against Yerushalayim. So we begin. Hai mara vinigla ha'ir hayona. Woe to you, 
and assuming we're talking to Yerushalayim, woe to you, you filthy, Nicola is, is filthy, dirty, and uh, polluted, Ha'ir Hayona, the city of oppression. In other words, it's still, you are still a city that extorts and exploits uh, and persecutes the poor and your fellow Jew. It could also mean, Yona could mean a dove. And so it could say that sometimes you are as clueless as a dove in what you are doing, uh, etc. And some say it in the form of a prayer that it is innocent as a dove, Yerushalayim. But in any case, taking it as a prophecy against Yerushalayim, the Navi continues, Lo shama b'kol, lo lacha musa b'Hashem, lo batcha el alakecha, lo kreva. You did not listen to Hashem. You did not accept the tochacha from Hashem. The words you saw what happened to the Asaras Hashratim. They disappeared from the face of the earth for their sins, and yet it made no dent. And then you um, lo, you didn't entrust the bitch of Hashem. You didn't trust the Kaddish Bar, who we saw that was unforgivable, was in those last days, they scrambled Yehuda, fawningly, obsequiously seeking peace treaties with Egypt and Assyria, their centuries-old enemy, uh, because they didn't have the faith that the Kaddish Baruch Hu was going to save them. And finally, you didn't draw close to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You didn't low crave her. So you did everything wrong. Moreover, there are four classes of your rulership. Soreha Bekirba, your officers, your noblemen, your princes, Ayoros Shoagim. They were like lions roaring. That, in other words, they terrified the people. They abused the people by fright and by terror. Shoteha, your judges, Ze'eve Erev, Logarmu Laboka. They are like the wolves. They can't be as public as the lions, as the noblemen, but they can devour at night with just crafty exploitation and corruption, the judges, and bribes. And they're like uh, wolves in the night. Wolves are considered more ravenous at night. And so therefore, Logormu Baboker, they are not satiated till Boker so deep is their exploitation, so hungry is their corruptive nature. Nevieha, the third class, Pochazim Anche Bigados. The Nevi'im, and we're referring to, of course, um, Nevi'e Sheker, that they, um, they lie, they cheat, they're corrupt. The, they're they're in, impetuous, they are rebellious. The priests, they desecrate themselves. They, they rob the Torah by interpreting it wrong. They rob it by giving what you want to hear for a price uh, that will say all is well, don't worry, you're doing fine. There's just total disobedience to the halachav Torah, there's total disobedience to the function of a priest. So all four groups, whoever you want, the ruling class, the judges, the neviyeh sheker, the um, kohanim, have all betrayed you. 
They have stolen Torah from you with their ways. Hashem Sadik Bikara contrast this to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. within your midst. Lo Yase Avla, the Kaddish Baruch Hu commits no corruption. Baboker Baboker Mishpatav Yitain La Or Lo Nedar Velo Yodea of El Baboches. He is constant. You know that each day he gets up without corruption. Morning after morning, he brings his judgment, his righteousness. It doesn't fail. Contrast this to the corrupt, who knows no shame. Lo yodea of el boshes. Therefore, says the Navi in the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hikarti Goyim, I have destroyed nations, Noshamu Pinosam, I have abolished or destroyed their buildings, Hefrafti Husasam, their streets, Mibliover Nitzdu Arehem, from no inhabitants. They will have nobody passing through the street, Mikol Ish, Mibliish, Enyoshev. There's nobody limiting, living there. I have destroyed them without so much as a passerby or inhabitant. And says the Navi in the name of the Kaddish Baruch pleadingly, or Marti, I have said to you, Achteriosi, all I'm asking you is fear me, Osetitri Musa Veloyi Koresmi Avona. In other words, accept the chastisement that I'm giving you, so that what will happen, Loyi Koresmi Ona, the Ona, your, your abode, Literally, your base hamikdash will not end. In other words, had you kept those mitzvahs, um, the temple would be lasting. There wouldn't be a second temple. There wouldn't be a third. It would have been eternal. To the contrary, you get up. The Kodesh Baruch who gets up each day at sunrise to do good and justice, you get up, you can't get up early enough to stop, start plotting the corruption and the exploitation and the wickedness. L'chein, therefore, I have waited for you for centuries to return to me. Now, Chakuli, you will wait for me, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You will wait for the day when I will arise, and my judgment will be to plunder them, plunder the assembled nations to gather kingdoms. I will pour my fury on them uh, and all my burning wrath. In other words, yes, then I will avenge you for the fire of my jealousy, the entire earth is going to be consumed. At that time, I will change the nations, Safa Barua, to speak a pure language, and the Farshim say the world, literally, will speak Hebrew. Safa Barua, Likro Kulam Hashem, 
all will call out in the name of Hashem. And of course, this is logical, as the Mephoshim say, we are now talking, Biachris Hayamim, um, in the end of days. And they will call out in my name, La'avdu Shem Echad. And they will speak, they will worship the Kodesh Rav Hashem Echad with a, just a united purpose. There's only one God, there's one Creator, and it is our God. Continues in Pasuk Yud. May Averl and Ahare Kush from across the river of Kush, which we always interpret sort of as Ethiopia. Uh, will come my scattered ones. In other words, the implication is this is now going to be the kibbutz Goliath, and my scattered ones include the ten missing tribes of the northern kingdom. They will come back to me and bring me Mincha, the carbon Mincha tribute. And in that day, you will no longer have to be ashamed. Uh, all the sins you committed against me, because I will have forgiven you. You will have achieved kapara. And so all your sinning, all your arrogance will be over. Uh, and then I will remove from your midst those who exult, who cheered you on in your arrogance or assisted or approved. And you will no longer continue to have that arrogance and non-humility on my holy mountain, Bahar Kadshi. I will leave you in the midst of people humble and low in spirit. It doesn't mean you're poor and destitute. Anivadal here means humility, low in spirit that they don't think they are the center of the earth. And they will take shelter, the chasu b'shem Hashem. They will derive shelter and tranquility from the name of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Moreover, Sherish Yisrael, the remnants of my people, lo yasu avla, the lo yidabru chazal, they will not commit the corruptive natures that you have done. They will not lie. They will not, the lo yin sabafiyam lashon tarmas, there's no longer a deceit in their nature. Kihemo yiru verotsu ve'ein machrid. Literally, they will graze, they will lie down, they will lie in tranquility and serenity, secure that they have been forgiven, and secure that Hashem has gathered them all together for the ultimate redemption. Rani Bastion, rejoice, daughter of Zion. And this includes, and the Mephoshim make it abundantly clear, this includes the Asara Shvatim, this includes Yehuda, United Nations, Hariri Israel, sound the trumpet of joy, Simchi, rejoice for Alizi Bahole with all your heart, daughter of Yerushalayim, Bas Yerushalayim. Because what Hashem has done, Hasir um, Hashem, He's removed from you all these terrible judgments. 
He has cleared away your enemy. Melech Yisrael Hashem the King of Israel Hashem, is besoche. He's in your midst. Lo sira raod. You need not fear evil any longer. And on that day, by Yomahu, Yehomerli will be said to Yerushalayim, Al tirai, don't fear, Zion, don't despair. Why? Because Hashem is in your midst. Hashem melokecha bekirbacha, gibor yoshia yosis alayach besimcha yachrish, one who will save you. He will rejoice over you with gladness and uh, he will be silent with his love uh, he will not hold it against you whatever you have done in the past is forgiven I gathered together those who have waited for the time that will come for the Mashiach, who would carry the burden of shame up to it. Uh, you need not carry it anymore. The shame is gone. The sin is gone. There is kapara. I will crush all those who afflict you. Moreover, there will be an era of social justice I will save the lame, and those who uh, are cast off, and I will make them the subject of praise. There where they were shamed in their existence, they will now be proud and have a wonderful name. And finally concludes Sophania, I will bring you uh, and at that time, I will gather you with I will give you a name of refute, a good name, a name of praise in front of all the nations of the world. When I return, you are captives. When I bring back your refugees, your exiles, your lost tribes, Whoever they are, wherever they are scattered, I will bring them back together to an eternal Yerushalayim, united under one God, the object of love and admiration and worship for every nation in the world. And so a beautiful, beautiful ending for Tzephania that would conclude, and in Yerzah Hashem, we begin the Tenth prophet of Treosar, Chagai, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Make sure you're there. You will not want to miss it.